0: hello who is this Uh, uh, we're working this actually worked
1: I hope you can edit it later
0: Uh, uh, what's the point this is fun this is what Casey and and what's her face does and then they start the music but we don't have any music so apparently I can edit so I'll, I'll start the music after we do this little buddy stupid intro welcome to new dad old dad what's up where we talk about life in the eyes of a new dad that would be you and an old dad that would be me
1: my name is taylor
0: my name is dad (laughs) (laughs) that's funny my name is david big dave actually so so I did my uh, cram course this morning for Roll the Bones, of course, because I'm a procrastinator.
1: Oh, that's it's better than I. What did you do? Uh, cramming right now.
0: <laughs> oh, you're in it right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, luckily that was. This is your. This is your. Why don't you tell the audience your backstory of of your introduction to Roll the Bones.
1: Well, it's basically the first uh, Rush album that I ever remember, because um, it came out in 91? Yeah, 91. How, how old were you in 91? I would have been four. So, yeah, so like, y'all listen to Rush all the time, and then Roll the Bones was the the new album then, and then like, that's that's about when you start forming memories, right? So... Yeah, especially uh, when you're
0: in a truck uh, all the time and that's all that's playing
1: that's, that's exactly right playing <laughs> drums on the dashboard
0: i think i had my drumsticks back then I used to beat on the on the uh on the Steering wheel. wheel. that's so funny yeah so how do you want to do this you want to talk about each song or do you want to talk about your favorite song and then work around the album you want to do it that way
1: yeah, we can just kind of hop around I've got the the track listing here um, I well I wonder if I if you play a little will it get like a copyright strike if you play a little bit
0: uh, I don't think so six seconds should be enough if you can play six seconds of a song I think on YouTube you can do that I don't, I don't see
1: that be a problem but you know. six six seconds
0: I think it's six seconds you know without you start paying, having to pay people. Is why what, what'd you have in mind? Can you hear that? Yeah, streamline.
1: Yeah. So that uh yeah, opening song. Um I actually Hello. Hello. I lost you. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you now.
1: Okay. That was weird. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wait, what is that noise?
0: What what noise? Um we're good. Can you still hear me? I can hear you perfectly.
1: Okay. So can weird. Can you hear me? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. This is, this is a fucking great podcast. Uh, <laughs> so Dreamline, I learned the uh, opening to that, that little guitar riff um, when I was learning guitar. Uh, it's a lot of fun to play. I think, doesn't it, um, different stages open with this also? You mean the, the
0: live album, that that song? Yeah. I don't know. Such a, good, such
1: a good
0: such a thing well you know a lot of people equate dreamline to an extension of the album in 1989 prior to roll the bones which i think was presto they equate dreamline to to the days of old but there's a lot of people that panned roll the bones and back when it came out saying that what is this and blah 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 i'm like you guys all i know is for a fact i have to listen to a rush album at least 12 times before i even start to like the music because it's you just never know what you're going to get with a rush album you know it's every time it comes out you know it's a whole new type of music and you just kind of get used to i mean i'm still working on um you know clockwork angels you know still working yeah so so my favorite song on the entire album, I would have to say, is Dreamline. Only because I love the idea, the story that uh, they talked about, how Neil Pert found out that there used to be a rainforest underneath, or rivers under the Sahara. That's actually something he actually read. So that's a line from the song. And just hmm. the idea of, you know, it seems like Neil's always talking about time and dreaming and the fact that when you dream, there is no time, is just a, a long range filter. Um, what does it say? Long range filter.
1: Memory of flickering that. light.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's basically that's, you know, when you're dreaming, you're just having memories of the day before or the day of and of, of images. Like last night, I had a dream that was images of things I was looking up uh, that was doing that day and. I was having dreams about it. It was amazing. And that's what I love about Dreamline. So, oh,
1: yeah. and that line so learning that for, only immortal for a limited time.
0: Only immortal for a limited time. How, how amazing is that line? So that's, and I love the, I love the drums. I love everything about that song. So that's my favorite I song on the album.
1: My, my favorites actually go reverse of track order. So, like, my third favorite would be Dreamline. Second favorite would be R- Bravado. Third would be Roll the Bones. And I, I just love Roll the Bones because it's like, title track uh it's got a little rap section in there it's very um you know now now as i've gotten older and less religious it's very like um you know talking about chance and fate and you just kind of roll the dice uh
0: that is quite a theme and i think in this period of time how that is the running theme of most of the songs that they sing about and i think in the 90s and they talk about you know you know he take they talked about free will back in permanent waves and and Neil actually talks about this as reading an article that says yes we have free will but we also have things little wrenches that are thrown our way along the way that you know like like what happened with him and his, da- his daughter and his and his wife things happen yes we have free will but things happen and that's kind of the gist of this of this whole album now um and uh, and I find it interesting that we love Dreamline, Bravado, and Roll the Bones, right? Those are the first three songs, most part one of the most powerful songs, three trio of songs that come out on most albums. And then after after Roll the Bones, then there's there seems to be a drop off of songs because so you have Gangster Boats, right?
1: Oh, yeah. You got face up,
0: face up. Not a fan of face up. Not sure what that song is about. Not a big fan of how it was put together, you know, as far as musically is concerned. I'm not a, a big fan of that song. I'm not sure what that's all about,
1: but... It's, it's fun. It's a little popcorn. kind of. It is. It okay. is
0: popcorny. I, in fact, I couldn't even tell you what the song was about. I, I, guess, I guess it's still... Because it talks about wild cards. i still talking about cards and gambling and fate. I mean, I know that's a the theme of the whole album, but then... You know, I read today that... Um, what's the song after uh after the instrumental heresy the big wheel okay the big wheel What? Well, that's a great fucking song and you know ghost of a chance is another great song god they're just great songs but heresy is actually about the falling of the berlin wall did you know that
1: i don't think i actually realized that but it, it makes sense
0: you know uh, uh it's, it's like the line that says uh all these wasted years who will pay and he's talking about the wasted years of the people who lived in East Berlin
1: of yeah. living a
0: life because someone decided to put a wall between East and West Germany or Berlin or whatever. That's dark. That's probably the darkest song on that album is, is that song if you listen to it and read the words.
1: Yeah, that's pretty dark. It's also um, reminiscent of um, uh, what song is it off? Uh, Race Pressure. Is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, Red Sector A. Yeah,
0: that's off of uh, Grace Under Pressure when he's talking about uh, the people behind the fences, right? And you're, yeah. you're waiting for the people to come save you, basically.
1: I mean that's talking about concentration camps.
0: That's some dark, um, dark stuff, man. Yeah. So they can be dark. <laughs> they can be a dark, dark people.
1: It's um, real. It's like that's what that's what music's about, right?
0: Yeah, but they, I mean, I liked, I liked the way Neil, you know, he's such a voracious reader that things that he finds, he throws into songs and, you know, it's Roll the Bones is, is an interesting album that came out It came out in 91. And, and I'm, I'm not sure how young were these guys back in 91 We're talking.
1: It would have been in uh, their thirties, right? Yeah. Right. So
0: why, I mean, but this is after, this is like their third stage of life because they had, Okay, so after after moving pictures, you have signals. You have grace under pressure. You have hold your fire.
1: They were they were pushing forty,
0: right? So maybe maybe at forty you start thinking. At fifty, you really start thinking about your mortality, but forties well, yeah. you don't. You don't.
1: Forties, well, I mean, if
0: they've probably- lost you, lost you again. Quit hitting that mute button. You're here. Uh, can you hear me? And there you are, right back. I'm not I'm not hitting anything. I don't know, maybe maybe it's probably anchor having a fit in you know how anchor is.
1: I, I do hear my headphones the every once in a while. Oh,
0: you're wearing headphones. That's why you sound so clear. no wonder.
1: Yeah. You were saying um I was saying that like because of their, their career, they probably actually had, had seen a lot of people pass away by the time they were 40. Um, that's true Like they, they weren't the party animals but they they probably knew a lot of people I would think so you, you probably just have a, a better hold on like what life is like in your late 40s so let reality. me ask you
0: this question so we talk about new dad old dad so when you were a kid you saw the album and you and you, you read the lyrics you heard the lyrics you thought of something you're now a dad of a three month old child amazing kid and do you see when you hear the lyrics today do you think of something different now as a new dad versus when you were a single kid
1: i think so i think when when you're a kid you just don't have the necessarily the experience to relate it to so you get more invested in the the musicality the rhythm the the rhyming of it without necessarily paying attention to the lyrics and then as you get older, you come back to it. You look at the the lyrics, and you can connect it to like, oh shit, that's what he's talking about, you know? Because sometimes it maybe it doesn't make sense. Like honestly, like on bravado, it took me a long time to really like get and understand what exactly he was saying. We will pay the price, but we will not count the cost. Like I literally didn't get what that really meant um, for years uh, until I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's just there's there's different layers, and if you're paying attention, you can find some deeper meaning and then connect it to your own experience better uh and you have a kid and you gotta you like you're you're gonna witness this whole transformation that they have to go through too and you want to like impart the knowledge but some of it is really only experience and so you just have to let them grow (laughs) and figure it out
0: (laughs) that's true would this be an album that you would would this be the first album that you would want owen to to listen to
1: Probably not. Honestly, I'd probably start with Clockwork Angels because it's a uh, it's an homage to him. Uh, essentially, and it means a lot to mine and Lindsay's relationship. Um, and then maybe if it's just you know father son time, then we go to roll the bones.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Let's hope he likes Rush.
1: I think he will. I mean, at at a certain point. Uh, you just, you like, you learn to like something because you hear it so much. And so that's the plan is to just have rush playing around him constantly that he can't, you know, he's, he's born helplessly by the music into appreciation. And so like what
0: me and your mom did to you, exactly. We barized you with a rush.
1: Exactly. Every, every once in a while, there's like an 80 song that comes on too, that just like brings me back to, um, my mom cleaning something in the house and playing some music on the radio. Chumba uh, Wumba. Not, not Chumba Wumba. I can't even remember. Uh, maybe it's in my search history on Spotify because it was like, I, I played it for Lindsay and she was like, what the hell is this song? <laughs> oh, uh, it's a uh, uh, Beja. Um, which song? Hmm. Uh, for promises sure promises
0: that? by B. Promises. Is that promises? Promises? That song?
1: Mm. <laughs> what the you, you never heard that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but she's, oh, that is hilarious.
0: Eight, I
1: I that she was always
0: listening to. I thought for sure it'd be like Adam Hant or something or Duran Duran. She you love know those guys.
1: Yeah.
0: So were it least favorite song on Roll the Bones? Least favorite?
1: Probably you bet your life or face up.
0: You bet your life is a weird ass song. It's almost like they're doing a, an homage to the Billy Joel song where he does that rappy thing about the history of the world or something. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I guess they they got into the rapping with Roll the Bones. That they, I guess they thought they would continue with uh, Bet Your Life. Did you know that uh, Rupert Hines was the producer and actually did backup vocals on some of the songs on that album?
1: Uh, no. Should I know who that is? He's a producer.
0: He was actually a, a singer himself. It's on. Um, it's in. If you go to Roll the Bones Wikipedia, a lot of stuff is there.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of good articles about. If there's a website oh, called it Lost
1: in '91 to the Grammy to Cliffs of Dover, which I know I which also... is a
0: great effing song. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot to be. I mean, I love bravado. I love Dream. I I think the most played song out of all those would be Bravado because I play that song off of any of the uh, compilations or any of the live tours. I love Bravado. I love the fact that he's able to at the end of the song, they talk about how he's able to play independently of of all of his limbs. Uh, Apparently, the drums at the end are probably like it's like a really big deal to the drumming world. But the song's amazing. I remember I was dating, in 91, I wasn't dating the Colombian yet, but that song came mm-hmm. up a lot when the Colombian, when I was dating the Colombian, I think it was.
1: Yeah. And it's, I can't remember. That's why I love um, the different stages uh, live album. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that first CD, well, the first two are from, like, recorded in 97. And so they start with Dreamline, mm-hmm. and then they have Bravado in there. Um, and then second disc has Roll the Bones and it just, the, the live versions are just fantastic.
0: Well, yeah. Cause they sound like the studio album. It's just, but it, but it's better.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But they've remastered Roll the Bones. So I want to actually go back and listen to the original Roll the Bones and then listen to the remastered and see what's the difference.
1: I did that with Vapor Trails and that was a huge difference.
0: Oh yeah. You could definitely hear uh, the guitar solo in ceiling unlimited. You're like, where did that come from?
1: Paper Trails is way better remixed. I think.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree with you completely. They toned it That's down a bit.
1: Podcast. Hmm? That's another podcast.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So our next, our next album is going to be. You know, it's funny. I I, I know I said the uh, Farewell to Kings, but what's going to be interesting is you're going to see so many parallels between Farewell to Kings, and Roll the Bones. I think there's a lot of parallels.
1: Alright, so, all right. so we'll, we'll do our prep work for Farewell to Kings. You're for damn week.
0: right we will. So, um, is there any song do you want to talk about that you actually want to
1: get into the lyrics? Um, I think I'm okay. I, I think we kind of kind of hit it. The, the, I mean, this entire album has kind of that, that overarching theme of you know, you're taking your chances and yeah, um,
0: yeah, not a lot of albums have that theme going all the way through it. And, although yeah. Counterparts does, um, I don't know that Test for Echo does. I think Test for Echo has a lot of different elements in it. But did you get my message about the the back uh, of the album of Test for Echo? Uh,
1: no, I don't. Think okay, so.
0: so in the back of the album of Test for Echo, there are three satellites, three or four satellites. Oh, that that's right. specifically connects to Grace Under Pressure when they talk about, or no, it's power windows. Distant, no, no, distant early warning in um Grace Under Pressure. It's about the Canadian warning system of an imminent nuclear strike from Russia. Yep. And th- so when you see the satellites on test record, I'm like, oh i know what that is now <laughs> it's like i never knew what that was like what's the whole point of that so it's amazing that they that they do and i bet you they do that in so many of their other albums so want to let you know yeah,
1: there's, there's a lot of meaning for sure
0: <laughs> yeah i just uh i'm not you know there's that website um rushesaband.com i don't even know that that blog is still around i'd have to check that out but they always had some oh, i
1: still update pretty frequently
0: I got to check that out because anniversaries are coming up all the time.
1: Yeah. I follow Rush on Instagram too. And they post stuff.
0: Yeah, man. So uh, yeah, as an old dad, I, I think, uh, I, I think I still see roll the bones the same way as I did when I first heard it. Cause I really did get into lyrics back then. And I was de- definitely all about chance and fade and, you know, taking chances. Although I seem to take, more chances now than ever before because at this point, what do I have to lose? You know, <laughs> that's almost the way I see it. You're friends, uh, <laughs> I mean, look how much traveling I do—more traveling now than I've ever done in my life. You know, those, road trips, insane, all those road trips, insane—all those road trips—and it's a good. It was a good summer, but now we're gonna get down to business. So, um <laughs> and we'll talk afterwards because I I don't know if I told you some good news that happened to me. I'll tell you after the podcast. So, any any parting words?
1: no i think just go listen to this album uh enjoy it in order with the lyric book and yeah happy You're listening funny
0: you said album <laughs> i think when we first heard this thing it was cassette we heard it in cassette form and now we listen to it streaming it's still an album well i say cd i don't really say album Although the album cover did win an award at the Juno awards for best album cover. So, Oh, there you go. And there it is. All right. So this is big Dave and Taylor signing off until next time that we talk about rush a uh, farewell to Kings roll the bones, roll the bones. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.